Episode 5. What do you do when Sundays are taken away? Welcome to the audiocast from samluce.com. Recently, I read Resilient, Child Discipleship, and the Fearless Future of the Church. One of the things that stood out to me was when the authors described that most kids' ministry leaders don't have a metric for measuring their success in kids' ministry. I know this to be true because one of the questions I ask at conferences is, how do you measure the success in kids' ministry? To which most people respond with a particular number of kids that attend regularly. I then ask, what do you do to make disciples of kids? To this question, most people respond by saying Sunday mornings. I say this because there was a time in my life when I would have answered that same question with those same answers. The metric I used uh, that I used to show was how many kids came to church on Sunday and did they have fun? This wasn't a metric that reflected kids who were becoming disciples of Christ. It was a metric that measured fans of Pastor Sam. I was sincere, but I was also sincerely wrong. I wanted kids to have fun. I wanted kids to think that I was more fun than I wanted them to love and treasure Christ. I would never have said that, but what I measured said it for me. Around 12 years ago, God opened my eyes to see the gospel like I've never seen before. Let me on a journey that I'm still on to be someone who treasures Christ above all else. It changed my priorities in life and it changed how I measure success in ministry. There was a time in my life where being liked by my peers trumped being known by God. I would never have said that, but what I measured, likes, fans, and blog stats did it for me. If we want to raise kids who treasure Christ, kids who say, say Jesus is enough for me, we have to lead different. We have to measure different things. Mistake number one, I thought you could disciple kids by being more innovative in looking forward rather than by being sacred in looking backwards. Matt Markins, the CSO of Awana, said this. I I would ask that. I would challenge that parent to realize what time of history they're raising their child in and to, to, to to look back farther. And if I were raising my child 10 years ago, 50 years ago, 200 years ago, what what would that life have been like and what would my priorities have been? Uh, ju- just to challenge my thinking, to think beyond the expectations of the norms of today's culture. Because if we just go with what and, and establish the norms of every other family, we're going to be so tempted to get in the rat race. I've got to have my kids involved in all these things. But rather ask ourselves, by doing that, is that going to really help my child grow and develop in a variety of ways, not the least of which is, is spiritually? So I'd really challenge that parent to think, what are those long-term outcomes and goals for your child, and, and what would the pathway be to help your child get there? What do we measure in our kids' ministry? Do our kids know the Ten Commandments? Number one. Number two, do they, have an, do they know the overarching story of the Bible? Number three, do our kids know the first question of the New City Catechism? And number four, do our kids leave our ministry knowing and loving Jesus more than anything else? Mistake number two, I counted kids to know how many were coming rather than who was missing. Numbers are not wrong. Counting how many kids you have is not wrong. Thinking you're discipling kids because you have 99 kids coming, it's not discipleship. You should be counting your kids not so that you can revel in the 99, but so that you can know the one that's missing. We have fallen victim to the American spirit of entrepreneurialism rather than the biblical definition of what a shepherd is. We measure how well we are doing, not by sheer numbers alone, but by who isn't there and finding out why. Mistake number three. I thought kids loved Jesus for the rest of their lives 
by me making information fun, accessible, and memorable. I spent hours coming up with creative, fun ways to transfer information. Should kids' ministry be fun and exciting? Yes, absolutely. I have come to learn over the years that the primary goal is not to get kids to know all the facts about God. What matters more than what kids know is what kids love. Our job as leaders and parents is to form their loves. Do we create opportunities for kids to experience God? I don't mean in the ways that we elevate experience over truth. As I've said earlier, our kids need to have a faith that is grounded in scripture and informed by history so that when they do have an experience with God, they have a proper framework to understand it. And that experience does its work. It forms their loves. Kids need to know the truth about God, but they also need to experience the person of God. What should our metric in kids' ministry be? The first section I think is this, is what do kids know? For us at Redeemer, that's the Catechism, that's the Ten Commandments, that's the Lord's Prayer, the Apostles' Creed, and the big story of the Bible. The second thing I think that we should measure is this, is every kid known by somebody. Does at least one adult leader know the, every, uh, each kid and their family? Can, e- can each kid name at least one adult that they admire from church? The next section is this, is what kids love more important to us than what they know? Do we create opportunities for kids to learn to hear God speak to them? Do we create opportunities for kids to respond to God when he does speak to them? Do we model as leaders what a life that is gripped by the love of God looks like? Do our kids know that how they love others shows how they love God? We've got to think in terms of creating disciples more than creating environments. We have to elevate the discussion around how are we as the church going to look backwards so that we can move forward. We see how serious a pandemic can be. If we do not start talking about discipleship, holiness, and gospel centrality in our kids and youth ministry, the church in North America will become a sterile form of religion that is driven to and fro by every wave of culture. We have to realize that Sunday alone is not enough to disciple kids because we now know Sundays can be taken away. If we want to raise kids that are resilient, we have to start measuring more than attendance and discipling with more than take-home papers alone.